Hello, my friends. Uh, welcome back to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 67. Uh, this is the last day of um, Saturday, the end of the second week of Easter. We're going into the first week of, um, third week of Easter, I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, I'm going to do the scripture readings for this second week of Easter, the last day of it. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The Entrance Antiphon o, o chosen people, proclaim the mighty works of him who called you out of darkness into his, into his wonderful light. Alleluia. It's from uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. And the Gloria, I know it's not part of the uh, the lower mass, but let's say it anyway. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Set aside, O Lord, the bond of sentence written for us by the law of sin, which in the Paschal Mystery you cancelled, through the resurrection of Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. And there's a second prayer, an alternate one. O God, who willed that through the Paschal Mysteries the gates of mercy should stand open for your faithful, look upon us and have mercy, that as we follow by your gift the way you desire for us, so may we never stray from the paths of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. First reading is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, verse 1 and 7. They chose seven men filled with the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Holy Acts of the Apostles. As the number of disciples continued to grow, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. So the twelve called together the community of disciples and said, it is not right for us to neglect the word of God so as to serve at table. Brothers, select from among you seven reputable men filled with the spirit and wisdom whom we shall appoint to this task, whereas we shall, we shall devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. The proposal was acceptable to the whole community, so they chose Stephen, a man filled with the faith and the Holy Spirit, also Philip, Prochorus, Nechner, Timon, 
Permanus, and Nicholas of Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them. The word of God continued to spread, and the number of the disciples in Jerusalem increased greatly. Even a large group of priests were becoming obedient to the faith. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm is from Psalm 33. I'll combine it with the Alleluia. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Alleluia. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Alleluia. Exalt you just in the Lord. Praise from the upright is fitting. Give thanks to the Lord on the harp. With a ten-stringed lyre, chant his praise. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Alleluia. Upright is the word of the Lord, and all his works are trustworthy. He loves justice and right. Of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Alleluia. See that the eyes of the Lord are open to those who fear him, upon those who hope for his kindness, to deliver them from death and preserve them in spite of famine. Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Alleluia. Alleluia Antiphon. Alleluia, Alleluia. Christ is risen who made all things, he has shown mercy on all people. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. They saw Jesus walking on the sea. When it was evening, the disciples of Jesus went down to the sea, embarked in a boat, and went across to the sea to Capernaum. It had already grown dark, and Jesus had not yet come into them. The sea was stirred up because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they began to be afraid. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. They wanted to take him into the boat, but the boat was immediately arrived at the shore to which they were heading. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's look at what we have uh, read today in the uh, the Missal. First, uh, if you notice, <clears throat> in the Acts of the Apostles, uh, they pointed out to the term Hellenists. These were Greek-speaking Jews from Greek lands. They could be from Alexandria, Egypt, or all parts of North Africa, or from across actually Greece itself, but there were also Greeks from in Syria. And these were Greeks who diaspora, but they were also uh, converts. And if you notice, uh, when they picked out the, the deacons who would be ministering to the people, uh, they mentioned uh, Stephen, a man filled with the faith and the Holy Spirit. Also Philip, Prochorus, Nacnor, Timon, uh, Parmena, and Nicholas of Antioch, a convert to Judaism. So they pointed out who was the convert. 
uh, one who came from Gentile origins and uh, went into Judaism and now became a Christian. Now, this, basically, there was like no division uh, within Judaism, only cultural division, where these people grew up. But then when they mentioned someone who is not originally ethnically Jewish, but a convert to Judaism, you'll hear later on in the synagogues, those who are called God-fearers. These are Gentiles who attended synagogue, but did not convert to Judaism. We see that later um, in the Gospels of Luke, where they talked about a Roman uh, official who built their synagogue. He was not a convert exactly, but he was someone who respected the Jewish religion, admired the Jewish religion, and he sat in the synagogue. So you'll see that later on as we go into the book of Acts, especially with Paul's travels, St. Paul's travels. So you'll see that. Then um, we get the response to the little psalm. Let, Lord, let your mercy be upon us as we place our trust in you. Obviously, it's a psalm of trust. Exult, you just, in the Lord. Praise from the upright is fitting. Give thanks to the Lord on his harp, on the harp. With a ten-stringed lyre, chant his praise. So, this is, of course, a David psalm of praise. And there's uh, several psalms like this. And, you know, in any particular hardship, upright is the word of the Lord, and all his works are trustworthy. He loves justice and right. Of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. Because God gives mercy and love. He gives life to everything. So his so life that comes from him is joy. And we should all rejoice. And since now we're the people of the resurrection, we should rejoice in the resurrection of Christ that one day we will part, be partakers in his glory. And then you have the apostles now in the boat and they're rowing. Now the boat is a picture of the church and the storm the sea is representation of the world, the, the the kingdoms of the earth. The boat is the boat. The church is in is a, a in the midst, in the kingdom of the world. The ark of the covenant, the ark of Noah, is a type picture of the church, a typology of the church. All the animals going into the ark are a picture of the nations, the people of all the earth going into the ark, and Noah. Type of picture of you could say God the Father and his family is a type picture of the church or type picture of Christ and his church. And we're going into it, we're going into the church, and those uh, outside the church who reject God, reject his creation, reject his power. And so the animals are a type picture. Later on, when Peter is told to go to the gen to the Romans' house to baptize his family, Peter gets a vision first and he sees a net and the net is coming down, if you remember, and there were all kinds of animals. And the animals are a picture of the Gentile. There's a type picture of uh, Noah and his ark. And the Holy Spirit is the net or the, the, the church. And Peter was told to go to, the, to this Gentile's house. And as Peter was talking, the Holy Spirit came down on the family and Peter knew he had to baptize them. Well, in this picture, the the boat that the apostles are in, 
is the church and the rough waters is the world attacking the church. And Jesus comes to the apostles. He's calmly walking through the waters, the many waters. In the book of Revelation, you'll hear that his voice speaks with the voice of many waters, meaning that the world, all the world will understand him. So that was the picture. So um, that's it. That's uh, for now. So let's go into the final part. So um, we'll say a Hail Mary for the recovery of our country and recovery of uh, people in the whole world uh, from this coronavirus pandemic. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And we'll say a Hail Mary for those who have passed away because of the... Um, of this coronavirus for the souls in purgatory. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Uh, for those who are finding themselves jobless because of this pandemic, um, those who might be suffering financially, we, we say a quick um, recovery. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. We'll say a Hail Mary for the Pope, the Holy Father, Pope Francis. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. And then we'll say the um, the Apostles' Creed or the Profession of Faith, the Nessene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. And we'll say the, um, the, the uh, prayer for St. Michael. We should have done that a long time ago, but we'll say it. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. 
be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. So, before I close out, um, <clears throat> please pray the rosary. Um, we're going to be heading into the 1st of May. The 1st of May is actually the day um, St. Joseph the Worker. Um, in the past, I don't know which Pope was it, but he set up that day for St. Joseph the Worker to counterattack against the Marxist uh, socialists who used the 1st of May as the beginning of the fall of Western civilization or capitalism and Christian civilization, uh, which was their um, their main intention. And um, with this um, coronavirus thing, what's happening is very interesting. Um, there's a lot of people who, which really is pretty sick, they are happy with the economic collapse because they want to use this as political leverage for um, because we're heading towards election and because there's a lot of people that don't like Donald Trump and whether you like him or you don't like him I honestly think it's pretty sick that you would be cheering for the economic hardship of people it's wrong you shouldn't be doing that because many people's lives could be ruined. And it's true that people um, get pretty scared when the situation economically goes bad. Um, they think differently and they think politically differently. Now, if you think that, honestly, that having another economic stimulus package is going to help you, you're wrong. Because you've got to remember something. That money has to come from somewhere. I'm not preaching here politics, but I'm saying is you have to think logically. That money has to come from somewhere. Somehow, the people of, that, of this nation have to pay it back. The more money is printed, the less value the dollar will be. Because the more out there you have of the dollar, of currency, it brings the value down. And it brings the credit value down. And it brings the value of the country down and the workforce down. I know a lot of people don't think this way. But you have to remember, it comes from somewhere. Just like when you go to war, war costs money. If there is, let's say, a serious problem out there or a lot of damage, it costs money. It doesn't matter what people think. You know, like, you know, it's money doesn't grow in the air. And plus, our money is not on precious metal standards like gold or silver anymore. They took that off a long time ago. But pray the rosary, please, and try to say the Divine Mercy Chaplet as close to 3 o'clock as possible. If not, say it. And if you can take part with the St. Joseph Novena, because something's not right. Real, I mean, we all know it. Obviously, but politically, we were aware of the Corona's virus. We're aware of this Wuhan virus that came out of China. But the people behind this are seriously 
disturbed. The people who want to push their economic or their political agenda because of the election season is pretty bad. The way a lot of our governors have decided to um, enforce things using drones, uh, ticketing people, the fact that the bishops closed the churches down even before any governor said anything. Um, the fact that you can still go to McDonald's and get a burger, the fact that you can still go get a haircut maybe or go to the bank and go shopping in the grocery store or supermarket and think this is okay. You know, and then the fact churches are called non-essential. There's a lot of non-essential things going around. And yet the bishops chose to close the churches without a fight. And they weren't even given up much of a push. You know, and um, just the fact that earlier today I was listening to a Dr. Taylor Marshall show and one particular fo uh, fellow by the name of Mike Church, he has a radio show, pointed out that the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops is actually federally funded federally funded not by the money we put into the basket the collection plate but it actually is federally funded and I thought that was very unusual extremely very unusual anyway I'm going to end it here so please pray the rosary say the divine mercy chaplet um, you have to do it because we need to get our country back we need to be back on uh, moving we need to um, we need to stay holy and we need to um, help our country get revived because it's a serious problem what's going on so god bless folks and uh, we'll be back together again soon